This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's Live in the Bream with host of Fox News at Night, Shannon Bream. I am so excited. I say that every week, don't I? Because I am very excited that I get to talk with such amazing, fun people and about things that we may not have time to talk about sometimes when we're on TV together. So today on Live in the Bream, you know her, you love her. Abby Hornacek is with us, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Shannon. Uh, I'm sure you have much more interesting people on your podcast. It is but not I, true. I That's hashtag fake news. <laughs> hashtag fake news because I have a lot of questions for you. First of all, I feel like every time I turn around, you're doing something else. You have like 10 jobs at Fox. So please tell us the latest and greatest of what's going on. <laughs> Um, well, you know, I, I've been so blessed to be able to work here because I never in a million years imagined myself being able to do j- the job that I have been able to do here. Um, right now I'm working on Parked Season 6, which is really mm-hmm. my heart and soul. Everything I do here is my heart and soul, but I love nature. I love national parks, and it really mm-hmm. has been a show that I've been doing since my day one of he- my, myself here at Fox. So, mm-hmm. um you know, that one is is so great for me because being based in New York City, I get to get out and explore this incredible country and all of the treasures that it offers us. I think so many people tend to go, I, I need to take an exotic vacation or I need to leave. I need to go to Bora Bora or Mexico mm-hmm. or somewhere. But it's and we have so many things in our own country that we can enjoy. And it, it truly is, um, you know, God breathing life into our souls when we go to these places. So um, we're Working on that, I'm going to Alaska on Friday, so I'll what? be there for about uh, 10 days. We're covering two national parks. I have been pushing for Alaska since day one. Everyone awesome. else wants to go to Hawaii, but I'm like, let's go well, to Alaska. I mean, that does not stink. They're both pretty amazing. <laughs> both pretty amazing. Um, so yeah, that's the latest. I also just uh, have a special out called Alien Abductions with Abby Hornacek, kind of a, a different <laughs> route. I mean, alien abductions, maybe they happen at national parks. I'm not sure, but, but that just Right, you could well. combine them. Exactly. I mean, if, if aliens were coming to Earth, which park do you think they'd visit first where oh, they'd wow. maybe feel the most at home? It would look like their terrain. There'd be people that they might mm-hmm. want to abduct there. <laughs> that is such a good question, Shannon. No one's ever asked me that. Uh, I would maybe pick Bryce Canyon. No. Uh, Capitol Reef, because Capitol Reef is in Utah. There are five national parks in Utah, mm-hmm. and it's often not given the amount of attention that it deserves. And when like I went... the Rodney Dangerfield of national parks, sort of? Yeah. Like no e- respect? Exactly. Okay. I um, In season four, I went on an RV trip with my parents. Uh, Fox was great. Fox Nation <laughs> was great. They were like, yeah, you can, you can go with your parents. So my dad drove the RV. My mom came along and, and was my partner in crime and, and both helped with planning and all of that. And, and we went to uh, Capitol Reef. And 
we had been to all of the national parks in Utah, and that one was one of our favorites because it actually feels like you're on the moon. So that was my answer. That's my oh, long-winded way see, of saying. I like that though, but you explained it, so we get it. Um, and I think it's very nice to think of you, uh, of you to think of them in such a hospitable way because you're going to want them to feel comfortable with their surroundings. You know, and that might right. be the best landing spot for them. I am just thinking about the aliens, Shannon. That's my well, yeah, main goal. You in have life. to because you've got a show about it. You got a show about the national park. <laughs> That's why I'm saying your life is probably way more interesting and fun than mine. If I don't um, know because you're the, of these things that you're doing, you're one of the most interesting people I've ever met. And I learned that in Ride to Work. You were so oh gracious, my gosh, so fun, for letting me drive. So much you. fun. So if the alien I think that was when you you picked me up in a very jacked up pickup truck. <laughs> Which made me feel at home. I'm from the South. I mean, come on. So just like I want to make the aliens feel comfortable, we had to make you exactly. feel comfortable too. Now, uh, well, if, if they happen to abduct you to study your brain because you've got all the knowledge, just promise me an exclusive <laughs> interview when you come back to Earth. Okay. I, you know what? I'm not one of these people. Would you go if you had a chance to go in one of these outer space vehicles? Would you go? A hundred percent. Oh, as long as they yeah, return me, we sign her up. <laughs> we'll see. That's the whole problem. Am I going to get back to Earth? That's the toss up. That's that's what you've you've got to You're away. willing to risk it, though. Oh, yeah. You got to risk it always. OK, I like that. All right. So I am obsessed with all of these parks out in Utah. I've done um, like Yellowstone and, you know, yeah, Yosemite oh, yeah. and some of these others. But when you mentioned Bryce, like that's definitely on my List. You haven't been. I need to know. Can, no, can you cover all of the parks in Utah like in a week, or is you need more time? Um, I mean, I'm biased because I feel like you could spend days in each national mm-hmm. park if you truly, mm-hmm. if you truly wanted to. But um, you know, it, enough of them are close where you can hit Zion, Bryce, um, Canyonlands. You can stay in U- or, uh, Moab, which is also incredible in of, of itself. It's not necessarily a national park, but there are so many things that Moab offers. Um, but Bryce Canyon, Shannon, if you're going to go to one in Utah, that's an, that's one. But you have to be down to hike because you oh, see yeah. these you see these hoodoos, right? And it's just so crazy. But it what also is, is that? The hoodoo. See, you act like I know everything, but I just <laughs> felt super dumb right there because I have no idea what that is. No, the hoodoo is, uh, I don't know if anyone actually refers to them as their scientific name, but they're those weird uh, forms of rock that have kind of been sculpted out by erosion and, okay. you know, the, that that sort of thing. They, they, they Honestly, aliens could exist there, too. It looks like something an alien would build. Is this are these the rocks that are sort of like orangey red? Yeah, beautiful. Like they like the rivers run through them and kind of we think have kind of eroded them and that kind of thing. Yeah. And they're they're kind of these towers. They look like. um, Yes. Kind of freestanding. Yes, exactly. Okay, Now I know what a hoodoo is. See, I learn something new every day in this job. So, Abby, thank you. Okay, (laughs) now, as I rudely interrupted. We were hiking through the hoodoos. We yes, um, the hoodoos are amazing, and uh, once you see them, you 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 know you've seen them. It's kind of like the Grand Canyon. A lot of respect for the Grand Canyon, but once you see mm-hmm. it, you see it. So you really have to dedicate yourself to hiking because that's how you truly experience the entire park. Mm, okay. I like how you say, but you're going to have to hike like you are questioning my ability or willingness to do that. No, no, no. I know you're down. <laughs> I know you're down to hike. It's but just who's going to follow heels, you right? with, a, with a camera. 
No, no, no. I'm besides your husband. And I am going to, I'm going to like latch onto you and kind of freeload off of your expertise. So you're saying that I need to piggyback ride you through Bryce Canyon. I'm down for well, that. Well, I won't physically do that to you because <laughs> I think that I am three times your size and I don't want to injure you no, in the hiking. Um, but I've always wanted to do that. And are there places to stay or does one have to camp? One does not have to camp, although okay. I would highly suggest camping because it's amazing. Um, you can stay <laughs> if you're going to go to the Utah one or you could do the RV. My parents oh, would okay, gladly take you around, I'm sure. <gasps> Wait, they have one so I could just go with them? They don't have one, but we did rent one for season one. four. Okay. And now My parents we sold might theirs. have to go. Oh, so they yeah, did have so- one. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, but they, you know, they just kind of weren't using it as much. And those suckers are expensive when they break down. How do we track that RV down? Because I can make that my life's mission. To track down the one that kept breaking down? Yeah, because I we they actually it. sold it to a family member. So he seems very happy with it. But I bet you he would let us have some visitation rights. Oh, there we go. Okay. Just something to keep in mind. That I, it's, it's locked up there now. Well, to, back to your question. Um, there are a lot of places to stay, especially if you go to the Utah ones. You can stay in hotels in Moab. There, there are always hotels around national parks. But if you did want to do kind of a glamping situation which i prefer mm-hmm. camping but you know glamping is nice sometimes there's um a company that we've used before called under canvas and they do an okay. excellent job and they're in a lot of the national parks so that might That's be good awesome. for you we'll have more live in the bream in a moment i'm guy benson join me weekdays at 3 p.m eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests listen live on the fox news app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Okay, so what are some of the weirdest national parks that people may not know about? Ooh, that's because you mentioned like Hawaii, and like in my mind, I don't even think, but of course they would have amazing, beautiful state lands there. Yeah, um, I would say so. One one of the one of my favorite national parks. Um, one of them. I'm not saying it's my top, but it's one of them. Because you don't want to hurt any parks' feelings. Exactly. I, I would hate to do that, especially after all they've given to me. Mm-hmm. Um. I would maybe say New River Gorge is in West Virginia, and it. Ooh. I have to actually check. I believe it's our newest national park. At the time that we filmed, it was the newest, and um, so sixty-two. Yeah, it's our newest national park. It's in West Virginia, and it's always been a national river. Um, it's the New River, which is actually believed to be the second oldest river in the world. So the name doesn't really make sense. But that is one where so many people can, it's not necessarily weird, but I think it's underrated kind of like Capitol Reef where there are so many fun activities you can do like whitewater rafting, um, hiking, rock climbing, things like that. And then Mm -hmm. if you do go to Capitol Reef, the weird thing about it is it does look like it's out of Star Wars. And um, we did a hike with llamas because back in the day, that's oh, how they what? transported things. So oh, well, wait, okay. So do you ride them, or does your stuff sit on their back? What, your how stuff sits on the back. I mean, Shannon, okay. I'm sure you could try to hop on. <laughs> they look very cute, <laughs> but I don't want to get bucked off of a llama. That's not how I want to go. That's not the headline that you it, want. It doesn't feel very dignified, but they seem kinda, super cute. They are very cute. They do spit, but these ones are very nice. They did not spit, so that okay. was that was a positive. Uh, definitely okay are there parks at places like the keys like i grew up down in florida and we would go down there and it's beautiful and i'm like well see that's a that's a park i might need to investigate yeah so um biscay national park 
is okay. in that area. You would love it. I if you love the keys. Um that one is really fascinating as well and it's very tropical. I mean, if you I didn't grow up on the East Coast, so anytime I've been to Florida, I'm like, "Oh, we're in another country. It's so tropical." But mm-hmm. this one has um a lot of really interesting aspects to it. And, and part of what allures me to this national, these national parks is just the history because there's the nature aspect of it. And, you know, Cuba, the, uh, mil- the military used Biscayne um, for training exercises, things like that. There's a uh, Fowey Rocks Lighthouse, which is the um, one of the historic structures within the boundary of the park. It's mm-hmm. in Boca Chita Key. Um, yeah, so it's, it's actually not owned by the National Park Service, but, um, the United States Coast Guard owns it. And for a long time, there were complaints about the inadequacy of the old Cape Florida light. So then in the late 1800s, the lighthouse board replaced it with the one now located on Fowey Rocks and people go fishing out there. It's called the Eye of Miami. It's just kind of it's out in the middle of the water and and you see birds and fish jumping all around it. So it's things like that that are really awesome about our parks, too. I mean, they're all so unique and different. Um, and you run around all over the place doing this, which I think is fun. But the truth is, um, when we travel a lot for work, sometimes it's exhausting too. Mm-hmm. So what is your least favorite part of the job? What's the hardest part of the job? <laughs> or that people may not understand. Because listen, they see you and they're like, oh my gosh, she's so successful and beautiful and has this fun job. And she's all over the place. And she's so smart and great. But they're tough parts too. Yeah, I mean, you you understand this probably better than me because you put in so much hard work. But I think um, the sleep aspect is a little oh, tough. <laughs> um, sleep is really nice, and sometimes you don't get a lot of it. I think, mm-hmm. especially in these national parks, um, you know, we we want to maximize the daylight. So we're up at you know, for me to do my hair and my makeup, which you know, if I was just going to a national Looks park on amazing. my own, I would not do hair or makeup. But you know, for the sake <laughs> of our viewers, I think it's probably better that I put a little something on. But, you know, oh, I'm, my gosh, you know, you look perfect <laughs> no. the moment you wake up. No, I wish I wish. Uh, but, you know, you're wait, you're up at four in the morning. You're filming till 10 or 11 p.m. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, for example, in Alaska, there's one day I think we end around eight. 30 or so p.m. And then we have to drive six hours to the next location. So then we get in at, you know, 2.30. And then the next morning we have to report at 7.30 a.m. So basically you're getting one or two hours of sleep. But, you know, but it's such a, like I said before, it's such a blessing because I can honestly lay my head on the pillow at night and realize that this job has given me the opportunity to really live life. And I don't know if a lot of people can do that when they're working a full-time job. It's true. And I feel the same way. Like it truly is a blessing and a privilege. And um, our viewers, you know, love to see this stuff, whether it's, you know, something that is so nourishing to their soul, like a beautiful park and and these great treasures that we have that they may never leave their home and be able to visit them. Um, or maybe you give them inspiration to go do that. Or whether we're doing hard news, um, hard business, uh, whatever, you know, they need to know. Um, I think we all take a lot of satisfaction by hopefully giving them the very best delivery of service that we can and whatever we're covering for them as part of the Fox family. And I know that you work super hard doing that. Um, but like you said, when you really love what you do, the lack of sleep you're able to do for a while. I mean, we all hit a wall at some point, but I think just the joy um, and the feeling of being blessed to do what we do really outweighs um, a lot of the exhaustion, at least until you can get that break. Now, let me ask you, because you are so young and so successful, um, what would you say to young people who are 
coming out of college, they're trying to figure out what their path is, or maybe they know they want to do something in television um, about kind of how you get from A to B. Well, it's very kind of you to say. I don't know if I'm nearly as successful as I want to be just yet, but, um, (laughs) you know, I, I think... It really is about opportunities, and I've just been really grateful for the opportunities that I've been given. Um, I started working when I was in college, so Mm -hmm. I feel like I was able to get a little bit of a head start in that sense. Um, Again, people gave me opportunities early on, and I was horrible. And I probably still am (laughs) horrible. But (laughs) you you learn from it, and you watch it back. And so I I think for me... um, you know, a lot of my friends say this to me, like, oh, we never see you or, you know, we wish, you know, are you back or where are you? And and I think um, it's because I say yes to everything. So I know as cliche as that sounds, sometimes I think when you first graduate college, you're like, oh, I don't really want to miss my friend's bachelorette party or I don't really. Right. And you should and you take a twist the- to make. Right. And, you know, obviously you have to prioritize the relationships in your life as well. But I think if, if it comes to it and you have a huge opportunity, you should really honor that because my mom mm-hmm. always told me growing up, you know, God, God gives you opportunities and it's up to you to say yes or no. And, mm-hmm. you know, at some point, those opportunities are going to stop coming and you have to honor the gift that God is giving you. So that's yeah. something I've really carried with me throughout my um, career so far. And I think it's something that I would like to share with other people too. Yeah. And I think it's hard because of course, when you're young, as you said, like there are going to be so many fun, exciting um, opportunities and socially in your life with your friends. Um, and you do want to find some balance, but you know, just about everybody I know who is successful in whatever their field is, We'll talk about the sacrifices, the trade-offs, mm-hmm. you know, that they had to make um, to get there that sometimes you you got to miss the party or the fun weekend. Um, you know, I wouldn't say to the detriment of everything you ever want to do. You got to have relationships and connections because those are going to love you and nourish you in a way that a job never will. Um, but the reality is you may have to work a lot of nights and, and, and weekends and overnights. And all of us in this business have done all of those horrible shifts. But again, maybe it's the passion that gets you through. Absolutely. And I mean, and look at you. I mean, you you crush it every single night. And I always think, wow, Shannon must be exhausted because <laughs> to do a show um, in, in prime time, I mean, you're paying attention to everything throughout the day. It's not like you show up and then you just do the show. I mean, it's but you a know people job. do think that. And I mean, I have to chuckle because I'm like, well, before I was in TV, I didn't know what happens. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I love what I do. And I love the reading and the studying. And I have an amazing team, great producers and researchers. And like we all are trading things back and forth all day. And, you know, by the time we get to the show at night, we've had so many different versions. Our booker, Bridget Mary, is awesome. She has had guests lined up for days. And sometimes we pivot when, you know, big events pop up. So it's very much a team effort. You may see one or two people in front of the camera, but there are probably 20 or 30 um, right. behind them that have actually made that happen. So, but I do occasionally have people say to me, like, what do you do all day until you show up at midnight <laughs> and just sit down and read the prompter? And I'm like, oh, I'm just eating bonbons and, you know, just read my horoscope, whatever. Isn't that um, so funny? Yeah. But I, I don't, you know, I don't blame them because I'm like, listen, when I, before I did this, I thought the same thing probably. Right. No, absolutely. And, and you, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the team. And I think that's what's so mm-hmm. great about working at Fox Nation and Fox News is, 
the people that you get to be around. And I mentioned, you know, those long car rides for parked. And, you know, this actually, this trip, we're staying in an Airbnb and we're all staying together. And and it's, you know, it's a family. It's a family. Exactly. I can't imagine other jobs where you are with a coworker and and you're like, hey, by the way, after work, we're going to take a six hour drive and then we're going to (laughs) all sleep in the same house. (laughs) You're going to love it. And we're going to eat protein bars or maybe something we find at a gas station. Yeah, maybe some beef jerky. (laughs) There's a lot of beef jerky jerky consumed on these trips. Beef jerky is a good choice. You're getting protein. It's delicious. It's easy to find. Not always the cheapest. But if you're expensing it, it's cheaper than going out to dinner. That's right. But I'm saying you should substitute (laughs) beef jerky for dinner. I'm just saying sometimes there are extenuating circumstances. (laughs) There have been, I think one time I ate a gas station pickle for dinner. And, um, you know, that was cheaper than beef jerky. But I... Oh, my goodness. Throw in some peanut M&Ms or something. Right? I know. I messed up. If I could go I always say the peanut M&Ms. Like, well, they're peanuts. I'm getting protein. It's true. Right? It's protein and sugar and just enough to keep you going. <laughs> this, and this sometimes that's all it takes. Peanut M&Ms. Yes. Oh, if they could become a sponsor, I would be 600 pounds. It'd be great. Um, anyway, <laughs> happy. Thank you. Uh, in the midst of all that you're doing for making some time for us. Um, I am a huge fan of yours and you have many others. And um, we love the work that you do. And taking us along on all these adventures does inspire me to see more of my own country, which is the most blessed, beautiful place on earth. Mm, well, I appreciate you having me on, Shannon. I'm a huge fan of yours as well. And anytime you need a piggyback ride through a national park, I'm your gal. I'm tracking down that RV. It's on. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Abby, thanks for joining us on Living the Bream. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.